Hey loves, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. I am your girl, Queen Mo, owner of ShopMoLavish.com Boutique and also YouTube influencer. My channel is Monique Lynette. I am so glad to have you guys here for an episode of Tuesday Testimony. So this week we will be getting my personal confession, my personal testimony on being guilty of not being an effectual prayer. And this is a pre-recorded on my Facebook page, Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. You guys be sure to go on there to be interactive. Um, give me any praise reports, any questions that you may have for the show. I definitely will put them in the next episode. Wherever you guys are listening from, thank you so, so much. Whether it's Apple, Facebook, Google Podcasts, Audible. Remember to leave a rating and to also subscribe to the podcast so that every Tuesday you will get um, a notification as to when a new episode drops. And sometimes it's not going to drop always on Tuesday. Sometimes it'll be some different stuff, some different days. So you guys go ahead and subscribe so that you do not miss anything. If you guys would like to support the show, there is a link at the bottom. And I will gladly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening. Let's get right into the episode. I'm going to be coming from prayers that avail up much. I have the 25th. Um, anniversary series if you guys ever watch myself you know I'm always um, talking about this book and how much it's changed my life it just helped me to be an effectual prayer which is <laughs> the topic of tonight so I'm going to do the prayer renewing the mind um, father in the name of Jesus I thank you that I shall prosper or I'm going to change I into we because I'm sharing instead of not doing my personal prayers. Renewing the mind. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that we shall prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper. We have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purpose of his heart. We are trusting in you, Lord, with all of our heart, and we lean not onto our own understanding, but in all of our ways. We acknowledge you and you shall direct our paths. Today, we submit ourselves to your word, which exposes the shifts and analyzes the judges and the very thoughts and purpose of our hearts. For the weapon of our warfares are not cardinal, but mighty through you to the pulling downs of the strongholds, intimidation, fear, doubt, unbelief, and failure. We refute arguments and theories and reasonings in every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Today, we shall be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your word, Lord, shall not depart from our mouths, but we shall meditate on it day and night, and that we may observe to do according to all what is written therein. I don't know why I cut off the last time. For then we shall make our minds way prosperous, and then we should have good success. 
Our thoughts are the thoughts of the diligent, which tend only to the pleasantness. Therefore, we are not anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, we present our request to you, God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. Today, we fix our minds on whatever is true. I'm always trying to say this, and I always miss other words. So glad. Today, we fix our minds on whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious. If there's any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, we will think on and weigh on and take account of these things. Today we will roll our works upon you, Lord. We commit and trust them wholly to you. We will cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will, and so shall our plans be established and succeed. In the name of Jesus, amen. And then it will tell you some scriptures that you can refer to. Um, I was going to get right into my testimony. Waiting me to do this prayer. Pleading the blood of Jesus. And this is like a morning prayer that I do. Father, I come in the name of Jesus to plead his blood on my life and all things that belong to me and on all over which you have made me a steward. I plead the blood of Jesus on the portals of my mind, my body, the temple of the Holy Spirit, my emotions, and my will. I believe that I'm protected by the blood of the Lamb, which gives me access to the Holy of Holies. I plead the blood on my children and on my grandchildren and on their children and on all those whom you have given me in this life. Lord, you have said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. Thank you for this blood that has cleansed me from sin and sealed the new covenant for which I'm a partaker. In Jesus' name, amen. So I repeat this every day. Um, I need to hear that. And um, after a while, as he said, and as the word instructs me, should be meditating on the word. And so... Um, through my meditation and devotions, I have to have that. So I just want to share uh, with you guys uh, a testimony. Just Monique on the hot seat again, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> it's not being an effectual prayer. And I'm just going to read uh, a few things. It says, man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. In order to operate successfully, each of these three parts must be fed properly. The soul or intellect feeds on intellectual food to produce intellectual strength. The body feeds on physical food to produce physical strength. The spirit, the heart, and inward man is the real you, the part that has been reborn in Jesus Christ. It must be fed on spiritual food, which is when we need to stay in the word. We can watch the news and you know we can hear whatever's going on. But if we meditate on the word, either in the morning, 
um, at lunch or in the afternoon that'll keep us grounded from having all these negative thoughts and conquering our thought life because we can stress ourselves out mentally and physically just on our thoughts. So what um, the word is telling us and what God is telling us, if we're in the word, he can help us with that. But if we're meditating on what's good and what's just and what's righteous and what's pure, if we meditate on those things, when we hear stuff that um, does not agree with our spirit, does not agree with our flesh, then we're already meditating on that type of stuff. So it won't get in our spirit. It won't sink down. It won't take over our thoughts and just clog just clog our thought life and so what god is doing is giving us that strength and that confidence to know that if you're with me i got you the spirit the heart or the inward man is the real you the part that has been reborn in jesus christ it must be fed on spiritual food which is god's word in order to produce and develop faith as we feast upon god's word our mind becomes renewed with his word and we have fresh mental and a spiritual attitude Prayer does not cause faith to work, but faith causes prayer to work. Therefore, any prayer problem is a lack of knowledge and a problem of doubt. Doubt in the integrity of the word and the ability of God to stand behind his promises or statements of the fact in the word. So I don't know if you guys watched previously. I was saying that um, before I started my spiritual journey with God, I would ask others to pray for me. Because I feel like I wasn't giving the exact words. I feel like I had to say, you know, these exact things like, Lord, I decree and declare. And I just didn't know all this language and this this lingo that I needed. So the people that I was asking, they had, you know, all this lingo and um, could speak in tongues and do this and that. So I would feel that their prayer, you know, is working more effectively than mine. And so what this book does is, you know, give us the confidence to pray it has prayers about everything and I've said it before it's helped my life tremendously and just me being able to go to God um but it was just doubting me doubting um the integrity of my own prayer God didn't want us to come out I don't have to spirit of the living God I decree and declare I do that now because I, I know my power I know how to call down on him I know that my prayers are going up um but before it was it was very intimidating um, and so I would lean on other people to do that prayer for me. But what he wants is for us to have that relationship with him so that you're just talking to Jesus like he your homeboy. He, he's our, you know, mediator. So you're just talking to him in, in your flesh and in your spirit about the concerns of your hearts because he already know the concerns of your heart. He's waiting for you to say it. But that's a whole nother thing. But it's the lack of knowledge. And that's what I wanted to touch on. I did not read the Bible for myself until I was 22 years old. I'm 39 years old now. Yeah, I know I'm cute, but you know, it is what it is. I'm 39 years old now, so, you know, I'm playing catch up. And, I, you know, I'm so glad that some people was raised in a church and they know the word and they can refer to that. But we have that power. All of us have that power. But our prayers don't go through because of the lack of knowledge, because we don't actually pick up the Bible. We don't actually look at the word um i know back before the bible app and all this it was king james version and it was thou and this and just all these i'm like what are they talking about like i would have to sit there with a dictionary and read uh what they were saying i didn't know there was different versions i didn't know there was an amplified 
amplified version. I didn't know that there was um, an international version. There's all kind of versions, and that's why I say the Bible app, because you might not catch what he's trying to tell you because of the verbiage. And it'll even, like, look up the words. Like, say you want to um, know a definition of a word. It'll tell you that. It highlights it, and it does all of that so that you can actually get what you need. But our prayers are not effective sometimes. Hey, love. Finally, I can see <laughs> what's going on. It just showed me this. Hey, love. So our prayers are not effective, as it was saying, where we put in the body will come out of our body. Exactly. Him, him. <laughs> you be killing me, girl, down. Me and Jesus go back like <laughs> like four Cadillacs. <laughs> For real. If that's the kind of relationship he wants you to have with him, I, I praise God. I thank God. Glory to God that I can say that I have that relationship with him now. And this is what this book is referring to. Therefore, any prayer problem is a lack of knowledge or a problem of doubt. So either you don't have the knowledge, you're not going into the Bible, or you do have the knowledge and you're still standing back doubting yourself. He doesn't want that for us. He wants us to grow and be prosperous and live life abundantly and live with a freedom of mind. It's so freeing to know that I don't really have to stress about everything. But as humans, we're conditioned to this is the way that we deal with things. So, okay, I'm high stressed. This is the way I deal with things. So the flesh, you know, it's always a constant battle between the flesh and the spirit. But go with the spirit. Go with what he tells you. Go with what is right, what is just, what is pure, what is faithful. That's him. That's him. And that's why he constantly tells us all through the New Testament, do not lean to your own understanding. Our understanding is not his understanding. The measure of love that he gives us is unconditional. How many people can say you've got unconditional love from someone? Whether we're good, whether we bad, whether we, you know, out here sitting, whatever we're doing, we can still go back to him and repent. And then we just start over. He does not think about those things. That's not on the books for us anymore. We repent and we do our best. Nobody is perfect. But you have to know the word because the word is what's going to keep you grounded. So please read the Bible. Listen to the Bible. It's all kind of stuff now. You know? So that, that would be what I would want anybody to take away from any of my Tuesday testimonies. Read the word for yourself. Read the word for yourself. Read the word for yourself. It's all in there. Take it piece by piece if you have to. Chop it up. One month I'm going to do this, bro. Next month I'm going to do this. Start with Genesis. Start with whatever you need to start with that's going to help you. Start with the New Testament. I, Me learning and going back into the books now, I started with the New Testament and then it has so many references of the Old Testament, like he's the God of David, Abraham, Isaac. And I forgot who Abraham, Isaac was and what made them so special. And why in the world was Jesus, um, why in the world was he the son of David? Because David had did so much stuff. Like, why, why is David's name still being, you know? And so when we do that, when we start getting into it and really seeking that word, then he starts revealing his self 
to us and then we want more you seek more i i i love to just sit and meditate on the word i'll just go ahead and run down today i was in um in bible study we do matthew so that's on wednesday nights and then um i went through luke and john today like i just heard it but that's why it's the living word because He's speaking to us through the word. We can't hear him and we don't even know sometimes if it's him because of lack of knowledge. But in the word, he's telling you, you know, this. He's answering your question. Whatever you're praying about, whatever's in your heart, he's going to reveal it to you in the word. Nothing is by accident. It's sometimes I'm looking up stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm going to say this in Tuesday testimony. And I was just sharing this with Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Hey, Todd. Chew on the word like a snack. It'll bring you back. <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah for real but that's why it said that man is a spirit we have three parts that have to run together the spirit the soul and the body all that's got to run together how can we do that we have to meditate on the word we have to get the word in our spirit i don't care if you read one verse a day take that one verse and say god what is it that you're trying to tell me in this verse what is it that i need what is it you know that you want me to see meditate on that word write the word like in school if you had to write that verse 10 times for you to remember which i never still remember if you had to write that word 10 times for you to remember i'm an auditorial learner not visual so for me it's um the bible app and letting the bible speak and read for me and um just things like that and then it's just a lot because now yes day and night meditate on it meditate on it meditate on it and that's what he wants he wants it day and night we should be in that world as believers or even if you think you're on the fence of a believer who cares we all got a pass we all got stuff that we did we got stuff that we working through now but it's going to be in that word the more we start getting into it the more he's going to reveal himself i'll never forget reverend davis he's always say don't take my word for it Go read it in the Bible. The word is like air that will help you breathe. Exactly. We walk around with so much stress and carrying everybody else's burdens and stuff. He's going to calm us through that. Wisdom. King Solomon, the first thing he asked for, he didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for nothing. You know what he wanted to know? Wisdom. Wisdom. We do that when we're in school. You in college and you got this big old exam and you feel like you finna fall out. You like, Lord, just help me. Just help me. Does he help you? Yes. Because you asked for it and you believe that he can do it because you just gave up that you had the ability to do it. Lord knows I did. And he will grant that. So if you think back, if you reflect, if you meditate on that word that you read and then meditate on how far he's gotten you and how many times he's answered your prayers, you can't help but to be grateful. You can't help but to seek the word more. And that's where our mind, our body, and soul all starts to join together and then we can be filled with the holy spirit and then he can guide us yes we do we limit him so much we limit him so much it was somewhere in the um the old testament and um they were trying to build a temple and he was like why do you think that i could be held in this one place in this one building because as humans our measurement is not his measurement you can be denied for a loan today and be approved tomorrow somewhere else or with that same person. If you meditate on the word and if you know the power that you have, you ain't going to know the power if you ain't got the knowledge.
you ain't got to worry. You know? So I just really, that's one point I just really, really want to drive home. Don't take what nobody else tell you. God says, don't question this. Don't question. Go read the Bible. Go read the Bible. God said, don't question. I remember somebody said, you can't question what God um, does. Or you can't question why God does this. So all the prophets never questioned God in the Bible. David never questioned God. The disciples never questioned God. If you watch um, the show Chosen, all they did was question. The disciples never knew what was going on until he died and rose again. They was always in the clouds. They were thinking that he was going to come there and save them from the Romans and all these taxes. They wasn't even getting. He said, I'm the Messiah. I came here to get everybody's sins. They was worried about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink. And that's why I tell you, stop worrying about what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink. And stop worrying about tomorrow. It's enough troubles in today. That's why we have to be meditating on the word. Oh, no, I ain't going to use this cup. Let me throw this in real quick. So, anybody know me? No, I'm real bougie. So, my girl, accessories, underscore diva, underscore 23 on Instagram. This is a new custom thumbler that she made for me, so I was real bougie today. Mm. So that's my ice and water and lemon drop tomorrow. I already take care. Exactly, exactly. Oh, and it's the um, it's the book that match. So y'all check my girl out, Kiki. I love you. I was real bougie. I didn't write nothing in this yet because um, it says goals. I have a million dollar goals, and that's why I'm out here being cute. So, um, this is just so cute. And the inside, what I'm going to do, because I always write my goals in my visual boards, but I'm going to print out um, the goals that I want and pictures that I want and actually paste it in here and meditate and manifest on the word and in the word on those things that I have. It's refreshing like the word. Yes. And meditate on those things that I want. And um just keep that with me like a visual um vision board. That's what I'm gonna do for that. Ty, what you were saying, we know do sell as a product. Shelly, it's not my um it's my friend Kiki. And I have another thumbler going but um God was like, shot her out, pool. So, yeah. And I have another one coming as queen, and she loves doing custom things. So, hit her up. You do a consultation. She gets to know you. You ask for what you want, and then she just still blings and surprises you um, by your personality and the things that she heard in the conversation. So, the one that's coming, I'm like, Yes, I posted it on my Facebook. It's about queens. Um, don't do drama, do business. But yeah, I send the link. I um I forwarded it on my Facebook. I reposted it on my Facebook. But I, but I will. I'll send it to you. And so yes, and um that's what I wanted to touch on too. Manifesting things. We're staying in the word and meditating on the word. It's important that we have visual boards. It's important that we have. The word that God is giving us for this year. It's important to keep our minds like focused on what is good, what is lovely, what is pure, and on our goals. If we don't have goals, um, 
You know, we just out here lost. Like, we just like waves. We just, we swishing. And the goals that we have, he gave those to us. But we're so afraid to move on it. Um, so that's why I think having a visual board and then also making this an actual um, board that I walk around with that I can manifest on and meditate is good as well. Number two. So to touch on also why I have not been in effectual prayer as I went through this book. Preparation of the heart. The spirit comes from meditation. I said that. In the Father's word. Meditate on who you are in Christ. What is he to you? And what the Holy Spirit can mean to you as you become God inside minded. So I think that's a very valid point. Sometimes um, reading the Bible or you don't know where to start from. Ask yourself those questions. Who are you in him? What does he want you to be? Are you willing to be what he wants you to be? Are you willing to take the steps if you're not there of what he wants you to be? And so just prepare your heart, the spirit, and it comes from meditation. And so my next point, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. James one twenty two, faith without works or corresponding actions is dead. Hey, Sylvie. Hey, friend. And that's from James 2.17. Don't be a mental assessment. Those who agree that the Bible is true but never act on it. Real faith is acting on God's word now. That's where I'm at now with this Tuesday testimony. Because my friends <laughs> know that I'm scared every time I get on here. And, you know, I just had to pray that off me and just be me. And just my thing is I just don't want to feel like I'm preaching at people. But sometimes we just don't know. And, I, and that's definitely not my intention to preach at anybody. Everybody has their journey um, in life. But mine is to, um, I mean, I don't know my journey all of a sudden yet. But my, uh, hey, friend, thank you. My hope um, as a Christian and as an assignment is to, to give the news, is, is to give the word. I'm sitting here and he blessing me. And I'm like, boop, 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 behind the scenes. Yeah, God, thank you, oh my God. Da, 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 hallelujah, da, da, I'm giving worship and praise. And I talk when I see people and tell them about it. Because he says, you know, God should be in your word. He should be in your speech. You, he should be somewhere in your conversation. If you're having a conversation about, hey, girl, I like your new car. God should be in that conversation. Because you know you didn't get that car by yourself. You spent countless hours praying on that car. You jotted down plenty of notes praying on your dream car. He made that happen for you. So he should be in that conversation. Girl, praise God. Glory to God. I don't know how I did it, girl. My credit score was 403, honey. But them people told me to put 600 down and my payment's going to be this. And I was like, pull up. He should be in that conversation. You know he's doing these things for you. So I had to give the word that Jesus ain't going down. You know, it is what it is. You know, I'm a former gangster, you know, so I have to pull it out. <laughs> Which is why I love Sarah Jakes. But I can only just be me. I can only just be me. Nobody can be as good at being Monique Meyer but me. So I have to be me, be true to me, walk in my faith, walk in the confidence that he's given me walk in the light that he's showing me and just 
do what I'm here to do. Do what I'm here to do. I don't even know all what I'm supposed to do. He shows us where you're taking, where he's taking you. And then there's just a little light on every step that you're taking before you get there. You don't know how you're getting there, but I know one thing. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Auntie G. How you doing? I know one thing. I'm not going to get off this path because I know what he's shown me. But then I have people prophesizing to me what he's shown me and what I think it is, is way bigger. It's way bigger. So if I'm going to let whatever I'm going through now stop me from, from getting here, I might as well end the race right now. I might as well end the race, go ahead and throw in my towel, go ahead and, you know, God, this, I thank you for, you know, you was going to give me that opportunity, uh, but I'm too scared to take it. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. He done came at me so many times today and so many times in this month, as Bishop Jake says. He don't come at you. He he's not gonna spend devil not finna spend no time coming after nobody that ain't got no future in Christ. He not. He not finna send his demons on you. You ain't doing nothing. You working for him. You working for him. Why he gotta send people after you? <laughs> Amen. Honey. When I tell you, I don't know how, something something was on my body, something was attacking me. I couldn't even do the other Tuesdays um, that I planned to do for this month. And everybody was like, just lay down, you know, get your rest, get your rest. And so the month was closing out and I'm like, oh Lord, it's five, five Tuesdays in August. The devil is alive. I'm finna get all five of these Tuesdays that I promised. And I said, because the devil not going to make me no liar. All these are going to get out by the month of August. And by the grace of God, whew, I started last night, 1050. You buy your chicken when you can. <laughs> exactly. You buy your chicken when you can have a steak. Exactly. But the chicken is easy. The chicken is our comfort zone. We got to work too hard for the steak. We got to sacrifice for the steak. That's what our flesh tells us. That's what our flesh tells us. So we have to know. Maybe I'm coming for that steak. I want my steak. I want the cheese on top. As uh, <laughs> when I go to Longhorn, I want my Parmesan crusted cheese. I need my broccoli. I want um, the rice pilaf on the side. Even though you only get two sides, if you don't get the um, if you don't get the salad, if you get the salad, they only give you one side. That's okay, baby. I didn't come here to play. I'm going to um, take that salad. I'm going to pay for the additional side. And then I'm going to go ahead and um, order lobster tail on the side. Why? Because I know who I'm working with. I know what my inheritance is. I know who God is to me. I know what he's showing me. So I wouldn't be doing nothing but, you know, giving in to what the devil wants. So he went. He wouldn't have came after me if... um. If this not what I'm supposed to do. So that I know. I come to the car. I go pick up my son today. I'm like okay. I'm going to get this last Tuesday thing out. 
woo, woo, woo. My sister called me. I'm like, I didn't even do my hair. I do my nails. We finna go out of town. I'm going to finish this assignment. I'm going to do what I need to do Tuesday. Tomorrow is about my hair, my nails, and be packing for this trip. But right now, sis, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And I've just, I've heard um, just people just out the blue. Oh, God, I've been so good. Even today, I get a call back on something that I got denied for. And they're like, you know, you was on my heart, my spirit. You know, um, yes, definitely, always. He's got to come first. Hey, Christina, I love you. Hey, Makisha. Hey, family. He's always got to come first. As I've said, I can get deeper and I can get in the Word because I had to reconstruct my priorities and make him first. If he's not first, as the Word says, everything that we're putting before him, we're idolizing that. We're idolizing whatever we're putting before him. So who are we serving? It's only one God that you can serve. I can't serve money. I can't serve, you know, a boyfriend. I can't serve a friend. I can't put everybody before him. And then I'm going to give him a pop top, a pop tart or a microwave praise. Oh, God, thank you. I'm going to give you a quick prayer. Da, 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 da. No. No. He's worth more than that. He's bigger than all of that. Life is so much easier, man. You know, you can go to him and pray about it and give it to him. And just let it go. Release it. We're, not, we're human. He's God. We're human. That's why we worry. That's why we stress out all this stuff we see. And we have to just take it into account. I don't know how many people have told me, Monique, you cannot get distracted for years. I don't even know. I didn't even know what it means. One of my coworkers, she said, Moni, I, I need to speak to you. Come, this was maybe like three years ago. She came um, out and she was like, I need to go to lunch. We need to go to break. We need to do something. Something I got to tell you. Something I got to tell you. Immediately in my spirit, I knew it was God. Me and her don't go to lunch. We don't do that. I love her to death. She loved me to death. But we don't go to lunch. We don't go to break and stuff like that. So for her to call me, I can hear it in her voice. It was him. She said, um, he told me, don't get distracted. She said, I don't know what it means. I don't need to know what it means. But he said, don't get distracted. And he puts people in my way every time. Don't get distracted. Put on your armor. Put on your armor. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. But me being afraid of that anointing, being afraid that I'm going to fail him in some kind of way, me being afraid that... um. I'm not worthy to do it. I self-sabotage. Knowingly self-sabotage. Sometimes I just really want to be naive about stuff. But to just be smart and still know you being stupid, that's just a whole nother. That's just a whole nother level. I had to just pray off of me. Like this just this is just not making sense. <laughs> hey Christina, have you ever just did something and just Everything in your body said, don't do it. <laughs> he ain't the one. <laughs> don't be her friend. 
<laughs> don't do this. Knowingly has told you and warned you. I Sometimes my whole body can reject that person. But I'm like, you know, maybe it's something about that. And that's that fix-it spirit sometimes we have. And I had to, girl, I had to get that off me. I, mm, mm, mm. I can't fix everything. That's not for me. I can pray about you. I can pray for you. I can intercede for you and tell him to fix whatever's going on with you. And then I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Because that's going to take me off. Yes, sis. Thank you. Thank you. And then I got to go. As I said, I'm not superwoman. But sometimes we get in situations because we want to fix everybody. Because we feel sometimes if we fix this person and just cover them in love. Because love always overcomes hate. If we cover them in love, then maybe we'll receive back this love. Right? I'm going to smother them with so much love. They're going to, you know, we're going to help them with all their wounds and heals and this, this, and that. And be there for them. If you're going so hard for that person who's there for you. Some people are not capable of giving you that love back. That's why they're not the person for you. They're not capable. If they can't figure out what... I mean, you can ask... Girl, you can do a phone interview with a friend or a man, whoever. A friend, a friend need an interview right now with me at this point because I'm in a season as... My harvest, I, I want to just receive my harvest. I, I, I planted my seeds. And then I need this harvest to come back full force because I know me, I'm going to come back full force. But in this season, and God had put it in my spirit last year, don't take nothing into 2021. If they have not sowed a seed into you, if they don't have a seed for you, Monique, you do not have time for that. You can love them. As Faith Church say, may the Lord bless you, may he keep you, may his face shine upon you, and God bless. I don't wish nobody no ill. I don't wish nothing. I hope everybody's doing prosperous. I hope everybody is um, expanding and, um, you know, growing and whatever it is that they need to do in their heart and their time. But I know me, I can't do it for you. I can't be a part of it. It drains me. It drains me. And that's why he constantly tells me, do not get distracted. Because I can be here. I got my five-year plan. And this is what I'm going to do. Duh, 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 duh. And, oh, she need help. Oh, let me stop. Let me do this, this, and that. And woo, 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 woo. Who, who's tending to my stuff? Who's tending to my stuff? In order for you to be great. Let me see what I wrote on here. Big things happen when you do little things right. So every day I have to do something towards the goals and the dreams and the aspirations that I have. If I didn't do that one little task, that could set me back five more years as to what I could have got blessed with this year. I have no more time. I have no more time. I have none. And you can't sew into me. Can't sew into you. 
I could be your friend. I could be your associate. I could give you love and pour on you when I see you. But no, I'm not going to answer my phone to hear all of your problems. Exactly. You know, Carol. You know. Life coach. Let's do it. Big things popping. <laughs> Stop and go, Big Mo. Oh, <laughs> I love Big Mo. Oh, loud. Hopefully, God done renamed me like he did Saul, honey. I want a new name. <laughs> I just keep it at Mo at this point. Not Big Mo. Not Momo. I'm just Mo. <laughs> Even when I go to Starbucks, what's your name? Mo. <laughs> he has to rename me, honey. I can't be out here acting a fool living up to this name. But it's so true. I mean, like, we can be so easily drained, especially us that have a good heart, that at the core have a good heart. At the core, you want to help people. And you would do whatever. That energy is amazing when it's given back to you. That's when you know you have a real friend. I was just telling my friend today, and she was like, you know, I shut down. And sometimes I say, I used to do that too. I'm the queen of shut down. I'm depressed. I wouldn't answer no phones. I wouldn't do nothing. I thank God for this circle of friends and Shelly. <laughs> Shelly, you off the chain. He's definitely changing your day. Definitely. I would. I need to talk to him when I get to heaven. You know, but I like Monique. But, um... I don't know. I want a new dame when I get up there to heaven. Like, I just feel like, leave Monique down here on earth, you know? When I'm up in heaven, um, let me be Angelica, something like an angel, something like with white or dove. Let, let me be something like that. Like, I done did Monique. I want to be like Saul and get a new name. But I will say, my new name is Mo. I just keep it at Mo. Miss Mo, Queen Mo. That's the name of my LLC, Queen Mo Ventures LLC. So, you know, I guess I did get a new name, Queen, and that he dropped in my spirit as well. In order for me to move forward and do the things that I need to do, I had to stop looking at myself as a woman, which sounds crazy, right? I had to stop looking at myself as just a woman. He's a king. We have his inheritance through Jesus. So am I just a woman? Or am I a queen? You know. And I had to embody that. I really had to take on the queen because the things and the principalities and the fights that I have to go through and break generational curse, it's not just for Mo. It's not just for Monique. It's bigger than me. So in my mind, I have to think bigger. As a woman, I'm thinking me, my immediate family and my family members it's bigger it's my territory it's the territory that he's going to give me it's how i need to protect my territory how i need to stay a few moves ahead for any attack if you know what i mean create this fortress create this spiritual fortress around the the territory that he's given me and that's why i'm always with the blood of jesus the blood of Jesus on everything. Everything you give me in this life. Everything you give me in this season. Next season. Cover it in the blood of Jesus. Which is me asking him to go before me. Go before me. God is so dope, man. He's so dope. Like, 
I, I remember when I needed to feel like, okay, somebody said something to me, I have to respond back. I got to immediately. I don't have to do that. He fights my battles. What am I stressing about? He fights my battle. He goes before me. He done already cleared that path. It's, I mean, it's like, it feel like you in VIP, you know, when you go to an event. Like, you get there and you're like, oh, I'm late. Let me sit in the back. This, this, and that. And he like, what you doing in the back? Come here. I, I read it. Your, your chair is up front. Go to the front. Your chair is already there, baby. You don't have to fight nobody to get up in here. You ain't got to down yourself. You ain't got to dim your light. I done already came through for you. Go sit in the front. In fact, the hosts want to meet you. In fact, they would like to have a few words. That's what's so amazing about him. He goes before us. And we know as humans, we done let him down so many times. Oh, Lord. Y'all go through the, the Old Testament. I'm by the Old Testament. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Like, the prophets, you had God coming to you in your dreams, telling you what to do, and you still just gave into the world. And so that's why, you know, he lets us know that we're in this world, but we're not of this world. If you start thinking you're in this world and you start moving like this world, you're going to lose that connection. I don't ever want to lose that connection with him again. I don't never want to feel like I'm in a room and he's not in here with me. I'm in my bedroom right now. I kid you not. The The first Tuesday testimony that I did, y'all, I was so scared. I prayed beforehand. I did all this stuff. I was so tired at the end of it. I barely could get through the shower. I barely could hold my head up, but I felt him holding me. I felt him saying, that's good. You did this. You got over this. I got in the bed and I can feel he's in this room. He's with me. I used to be scared to, you know, be single and live by myself and just, oh my God, all these things are run through my head. And uh, Shelly, my prayer group, my sister, we was all in a prayer group and it was like, you know, evil people can't even touch you if God has a shield around you. They can't even come in the vicinity that God has that is covered for you they're not allowed they're not allowed the devil is not even bigger than God so if he put that shield around you can't no evil can't no harm come your way I can't think of that um I can't think of that verse that um they were saying that I think it was David he was saying no evil's gonna come your way like no weapons form but you can see a thousand people coming at you when you walking with him right the verse was something like that a thousand will fall at your side but they're not going to touch you the only thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna witness their demise you're gonna witness them falling before you but they can never touch you why because God is with you Why are you not sleeping good if you know this? <laughs> Why are you hurt by stuff if you know this? You mean to tell me a thousand people, I could be standing here a little 4'11", and a thousand demons would come at me, but because I'm covered in the blood 
I'm not going to see nothing or witness nothing except for their demise. Because I'm a child of God. Because I'm a child of the light. All because Jesus came down here and sacrificed his life for my sins. Why am I worried about the things in this world? It's going to hit you because you're human and you have feelings. But you have to. <laughs> Shelly, you too much. But you pray. He wants you to pray about everything. Everything. Honey, I used to hear bad news. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. No. This is going on. I'm not a crier. I just, <laughs> I'm just weird. Like, if I'm crying, that's because I done stored up 30 things instead of just dealing with that one thing. But immediately now, I go, oh, my God, are they okay? Do they need something? I got to go pray. <laughs> I got to go pray for them. And I say my prayer. Sometimes I got to walk away and do it, depending on how heavy it hits me. Or I wait till I get home. Yesterday, my prayer list. Oh, Jesus, that thing was so long. I heard so much stuff. And my heart was heavy. And I can't, I can't carry it. And that's another way that I can get distracted because I'm, I'm carrying everybody's stuff. And so I make a to-do list every day. My planner, Lord, I'm so tired of writing that planner. But I make my to-do list or I jot it down. Yesterday, there were certain specific things that I needed to get done. But everything was like whoosh, 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 whoosh. And I was like, dang, man, this is too much. Like, I got to let this go. And something set up in my spirit Monique, make your list pray for them but stick to your list stick to what you've got to do you've got to learn how to work through stuff instead of just folding if you folding at this if this the test baby you failed you failed go back retake the class again <laughs> retake it again because <laughs> It's going to be new levels, new devils. It wasn't even my situation. But because I feel other people's pain, I just, I just need some fried chicken. I just need buzz. I need this. If y'all been on my stories, honey, I've been trying to work out, um, waist training, everything. I'm down 20 pounds. Baby, I was going to blow it all because I heard something bad. Somebody's going through something. I couldn't get to them. They're hurting. And I love them to death. And it just it just took my spirit. And um, I was just like, wow. And then everybody was like, how much can you take? How much can you take? How much can you take? And I was like, you know what? He, he only gives us what we can bear. We can bear whatever he gives us. Trust and know that. Whatever he gives us, we can bear it. But it's on us to decide how we can deal with it. Are you going to get depressed? Are you going to just lay down and let the devil win? Are you going to do You have a choice. Yes, Sylvie. Love you. You have a choice. How are you going to deal with it? Are you going to let anger take over? Are you going to let depression take over? Are you going to let anxiety take over? Are you going to let somebody who don't even know how to run their life tell you what you should do? 
and how you should respond in that situation and them people ain't never respond like that in their life but they feel like that's cute to tell you that day and the next day they can tell you a totally different answer seek him seek him i had to take an early lunch and go gather myself i was gonna take an early lunch anyway because i had to return this thing to rainbow because rainbow was tripping and that's why i only order online but y'all know this whole nother thing child gave me a set but um the set had a small what is that the top was extra large and the bottom was small medium so they had just three so i was like child i have to go to what i gotta do i'm gonna go out of town i have to get these things done and so in the car before i even set off and did anything i was like gather yourself gather yourself how do you gather yourself honey i literally just got myself through and maybe it was god Maybe it was like, how do you get yourself together? How are you going to respond? Are you going to respond in your old ways, which is in your flesh? Are you going to start using your spiritual weapons that I gave you? When are you going to use those? And so when that rose up in my spirit, correct. What does he want us to do? Pray about all things. Father God, I need you to help me right now. I can't, I can't do this on my own. I need you. Give me the word. Give me the, you know, give me anything. Give me a song. Give me a word to go through. And I opened up and went to the Bible app and I just let the word play. Whatever book it opened up to, I just let it play and it soothed my spirit and it soothed my soul. And that's why I want to drive home this, that any problem that we're having with prayer is a lack of knowledge. And it's because we don't know the word. It's him and it's the word. We got to know the word. Why do you think Jesus pulled Matthew to tell him what he wanted us to know and how to proceed in life? And what he's expecting for us to inherit the kingdom. It was the word. Why do you think the Bible is around? It's the word. It's our testimony. It's everybody's testimony. So I really, um, you know, it was just a choice. I really had to choose exactly jesus is the word amen you gotta choose it you have to i mean what are you gonna do we're in COVID right now we got people dying all over the place we got children in the hospitals we got afghanistan going on we got people trying to bomb the capital if this ain't the time to get in the word right now i don't know what to tell you i really don't know what to tell you in Genesis, Genesis starts off with, in the beginning, it was the word. God was the word. <laughs> in the beginning. So, yes, yeah, seek him. Seek him. Seek the word in all situations. If that's what I can tell anybody. Even if you read that verse and that verse don't make sense to you, and you still, you know, frustrated and you're not comprehending, read it again. Read it again. Stop. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? He wants you to ask him for everything. Ask him for everything. So real faith is acting on God's word now. And that's what we got to do. And it says, as you pray, you will be reinforcing the prayer armor, which we have been instructed to put on in Ephesians 6, 11. Put on your armor. If you feel like that day is going to be difficult, your prayer oil on your forehead do fasting don't eat breakfast 
don't eat anything, not say your whole day. But my fasting, I'll fast from for 12 hours, from 12 at night to 12 in the daytime. That's about all I could take. But in that time, meditate on the word. I, I never did fasting until um, last year. That was my first time doing fasting. And, um, you know, I was just like any other, you know, regular, you know, local neighborhood player from right away. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> any like old regular christian where i'm like child I can't do no fasting like girl i'm gonna feel like i ain't eating this and that and i ain't saying everybody can because everybody has their medical issues and you know your boundaries i ain't no doctor so you know what you need to do you wrong but for me um the way i started off was just stop eating at 12 o'clock which i was never really no late night eater like that anyway if i'm bust down and bust down by six seven have me a steak and do this this and that but um stop eating at 12 o'clock and then um i don't eat breakfast for me breakfast was a big part of girl i need my popeyes girl not sorry jesus <laughs> i do i need some i need some popeyes too but popeyes messed me up because now they doing the chocolate what's that chocolate bennett benet and so um it's got tree nuts or allergies and it says now that if they do um if they do fry the chicken, they're using the same grease. And they got all these tree nuts. And me and my kids got all kind of tree nut allergies. So, Popeye's just messed it up for me. But that's good. Hey, that was God working it out, baby. You don't spend enough money at Popeye's enough time. But I will give buds here. Um, local um, seafood and chicken. Buds can get all my money. And um, hooks. I'll wait downtown with the crackheads and homeless people and all. They be right at the window. And I be like, Lord, you know. Go through all this just to get some chicken and fish and um comforters and some fried okra. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But I ain't been there in a while, I ain't been there in a while. Um, but yesterday that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? You're gonna go back, you're reverting back, you're not going to the word, you're not praying, you're going you're reverting back to your old ways now. Had I went and got that chicken, how far would that have set me back? <laughs> And I got up Sunday to do prep meals and to do salads so I can have a winning week with my food. But because I heard something or because I moved and I'm emotional, now I'm going to sabotage all the work that I did. The devil is a lie. It's a whole lie. Now, when I go this weekend, baby, I'm going to eat fried chicken and all. My head probably going to be hurting some hurt, but I'm just enjoying my weekend. But that's why I'm doing good all week. So, you know, you got to balance it out, you know. That's what I have to do. So, um, yeah, just know to put on your prayer of armor. The The more you start getting deeper with God, um, and I'll just warn you, um, if you're new to this life, the more you get deeper with him, the more he starts transforming your heart, the more the devil is going to come for you. If he can't come through you, if now you learned all his ways and you're not responding, he's going to come through your kids. He's going to come through your family members. He's going to come for whatever territory you got going on. So you got to put on your prayer. You got to put on your armor. You got to at least take that time when you get up 10, 15 minutes in the morning and pray to him. Ask him what he needs you to do. Anoint your head with oil. Anoint your spirit. Renew your mind. Renew your body. That's why I'm working out right now because I'm like, you know, I need to have my, I always say I need my mind, body, spirit, all of it together. And it's because I know I'm in this race. I know that I'm fighting spiritual warfare. I'm not fighting physical people here. 
It's spirits. It's spirits. All today. Um, as soon as I started the live, the live broke. Um, it just went off. Um, my tire got low. So I'm on the side of the road. Putting air in my tire. Um, but I have the little air pump thing, thank God. Um, I get there with my son. I'm like, okay, he's gonna have a good day. The little one, he gonna come from aftercare. We're gonna have a good day. We're gonna do our 20 minutes Taekwondo. I'm gonna do my 20 minutes walk. Everything's gonna be good. We're gonna show him his new gifts that he got. The guitar is gonna be there. Da -da. In your mind, you have all these expectations, child. I get there, two people walking him out. I'm like, Lord, what that happened? He gets in the car, he fuming. <laughs> hey, mommy. I'm like, oh my God, really? Really? And before I went and got him, I was about to go get my tire patched because when I went down, I'm still battling my mind by the steer. She came and he said, help me, Lord Jesus. He will. He will. Ask him for it. Ask him to curve your appetite. Say, Lord, I can't take this no more. I've tried to do my diet and stuff by myself. Girl, I had to pray about it. Had to pray about it and ask for help. Help. Ask for help. You know? He will. He will. For sure. I believe that. I believe it for sure. It's just we gotta work. We gotta sacrifice. It ain't fun for me either, honey. Um I wanna eat a Kit Kat. Uh I feel like what is about ten o'clock, maybe I can still order um wing stop. But they always mess it up by 9 or 10 o'clock. They put the cheese on my fries and this whole other thing. So I'm not even going to waste my money and waste my time with them. I'm going to go do my workout when I get out of here. And I'll go to bed. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But that's what he wants us to do. Like our meditation and staying on the word. If we consistently meditate and stay on that word, then your habits are going to change. Our renewing of the mind is going to change. Our our Heart is going to start transforming. Our, our bodies will start transforming. Our face will transform. People will see that light and be like, what's going on? Girl, you ain't do makeup yet. They'll see the light. They'll see the grace of God on you. So we can do that. And we have that power. We definitely do. The mind is, you know, the best thing that we can do. So it says, in the very process of praying, which is what I was saying. Your life will begin to change as you go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. As a Christian, your first priority is to love the Lord your God with your entire being and your neighbors as yourself. But we got two things to meditate on. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 So... You know, we got we got work to do. Do our devotionals, stay in that word, um, get people around us that's in the word, get people around us that can give us advice and and know that it's coming from God. Give us a word, um, speak over our lives, speak positivity. If it's negativity, then they are speaking it to move you in the right direction. Sometimes not negative is criticism and we have to learn um, how to do that as we renew and get better in our lives because God will send people to you. Whether you want to receive it or not, that's your choice. Girl, I'm about to walk the wrong way with this Victoria's Secret model. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's up to you how you want to receive it. Shelly, you too much. 
and I had to work on that myself. I was guilty of that myself. Who is she to tell me this, this, and that? Baby, that's that pride. That pride is going to stop you. How long was them children in the wilderness? I I don't know why I'm laughing at the people because it's so true, though. But them people's out there in that wilderness for 40-something years. Baby, your blessing was right there. But they wanted a king. They didn't want to listen to Moses. Them people didn't want to listen to Aaron. They started doing all kinds of stuff and fornicating and cheating. They got out there acting a fool. And God had just brought them out from Pharaoh. They were just singing his praises. And that's how people are. That's why the love of God is so unconditional and so dope. Because it does not wave. It does not, it does not move. He stays steady in his love. The closer we grow to him, the more love he has for us, the more grace he has for us, the more favor he has for us as we just pull to him and give him our time and give him that space. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill us up. Welcome that into our heart. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Change what is wrong. Change what is hindering me from where you're trying to go. Make it better or remove it. And so when you got all that stuff inside, all the, the bitterness and, and the anger, you got to forgive and let people go so that you got room for the Holy Spirit. Because you, you're harboring old stuff. You're, you're walking around hard. This person did this to me 10 years ago. Okay, baby, go to therapy. Write it out. Journal it. It happened. But the past is the past. You got to look forward to your future. Oh, my God. So many people I talk to. And, you know, back in the day, I used to do this. Da, 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 da. That was so long ago. <laughs> like, people, look at the news. The news report. Oh, my God. New people shift from story to story. Oh, this person just died. 100 died in Miami. And, you know, this person is down. Hey, girl. Hey. 100 died in Miami. They don't know what happened to the building. And this, this, and that. They finna get that story about three minutes. Before you don't... Well, on to better news. You know, this student had a drive... um A drive-through toy drive. And they received all this stuff. Watch the news. Them people go from story to story to story. What happened to you in the past? That don't hold weight. It's not gonna hold weight. It's holding it with you. But it's not gonna hold weight to a lot of people. When you meet somebody, if the story of your life is what happened to you... 10 years ago and that that's all you could talk about well you know so just that's all you got going on my god ask god to help you with it ask him to move you there how will he have room to come into your heart come into your mind come into your soul your spirit you're holding all this negativity all this stuff that's is gonna get you closer to god is it gonna work for the kingdom Use that story. Transform that story into helping somebody else that might be going through it. Make the negative a positive because I can guarantee you whatever happened to you, God works all things together for our good. For our good. Our story, our testimony, which is why I'm doing help other people. People have to see, they have to hear that somebody went through this. Oh my God, this person went through more than what I went through. And I'm holding on to this one thing. And not to say that your pain and your hurt does not count. It definitely does. But find a way to deal with it so it does not hinder your future. Only thing keep me going, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter physically. 
I'm a fighter mentally. You ain't finna take me. Me and you in a fight, you got a battle. You got a battle. I might even lose it. But that's how we have to be in the spiritual mindset as well. And know that it's people, it's principalities. It's not people coming against you. It's their spirit. It's the stuff that they're harboring. The devil is running rampant in them. And you walk around saying God is joy and peace and light and you glistening and God is giving you favor and people are happy to talk to you and they're happy to see you. And they woke up in darkness. They woke up in bitterness. They went to sleep in misery. They woke up with misery. It ain't going nowhere. They're comfortable with misery right now. And that's just on to my point that I was making earlier. We can't fix everybody. Everybody has their journey. We can't be fixed. Some people all the time, I don't want to be my life coach, DIY. I'm not taking on no projects for nobody because I got to fix me. I'm on a journey now so that I can be whole. So that the man that God has for me, the king, because you know I'm a queen. The one he has for me, he don't work on his stuff. I want him to teach me how to work through things, how to, how to breathe and do techniques. But see, God, he's got to be a man of God. You got to be a man of God and not just, oh, yeah, you know why I go to church. Uh, you know God is good. And da, da, da. How is your life? How are your values? What do you do in your downtime? Are you seeking him? In all things, do you pray? Do you still be obedient to what he tells you even when you don't want to do it? Because let's just be clear. Half the time when God tells us to do something, we don't want to do it. Because we're scared. We're out of our comfort zone. And I wrote that he has to take us out of that comfort zone. He has to get us out of that comfort zone. Sometimes he has to get us around, get us from around those friends, those associates, those people. Sometimes it's a different job. It's a different church for us to grow and to mold because we're stuck in that comfort zone. So start off with prayer. And the battle is the negative thinking. The battle is the, I'm not confident in myself. This happened, this happened. Give it to God. Let him work on you. But allow him room to work on you. You don't work like a drive-thru. Oh, God, I just need fixing. Um, I need you to do this, this, and that because I'm trying to do this, this, and that. And, yeah, um, I just need you to fix that for me. And then somebody says, um, yeah, we get like the Israelites for sure. For sure. Well, he ain't fixed it for me, so he didn't work as fast as I needed him to do. So, you know, I'll try that praying thing another time. But, girl, you just pray for me. You giving up. You giving up. And this is a battle for our lives. And the great part about it is we know at the end, through life and through death, if our soul belongs to him, we're going with him at the end. We get that crown. Yesterday, as I was um, meditating on the word, it kept coming up the crown. You'll get your crown. You'll get your crown at the end. You'll get your victory crown. And I'm like, what in the world is he trying to say? And that's what it was. You, you got to keep up with this. At the end, you get your crown. The crown is the inheritance of heaven. The crown is we get to be up there with Jesus when he's sitting side by side with God. So, we all got knocked down. Get back up. Get back up. 
and then getting your word so you know what your spiritual weapons are. Because when you know that you know that he's, the weapons are going to form, but he's not going to let them prosper. He's not going to let them prosper. Go through it. Go through the storm. And know that he with you. Even if you don't hear from him. Even if he not answer your prayers. Um, I don't know who it was. I think it's one of my prayers. And she was saying, you know, he's he's going to get you to this level. And you're, you're trying to do this test exactly. He's giving you tests. And it's like you just are not passing them. You, you can't. It's like a video game. You can't get past level 15. For some reason, level 15 is stuck with you. So then we lean to our own understanding. Oh, if I just do it like this, if I just do it like that, well, God ain't speak to me. Because he done already told you what you needed to do. But you didn't want to listen. And Lord knows I'm guilty of it. He already said, Monique, don't do this, this, and that. I didn't listen. So I leaned to my own understanding and did that. So guess what? Sometimes he leave us out there in that wilderness. You need to be in that wilderness to know. To know the fear of God is the beginning. Fear him. Know that he's there with you. But know that you don't want to fall out of that grace. You don't want to fall out of alignment. So my friends, baby, I'm not trying to fall out of alignment. Nobody. Nobody. I'm going to go through whatever stuff, but I know he's there with me. I know he's there with me. He won't even let us give up on ourselves. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just like, you know, devil just... <sighs> I know it's you. I'm tired of fighting. You can have this. But then we get back up. Why? Because he gave us that spirit. He gave us that Holy Spirit to be like, girl, no. That's your flesh talking. You need to get up and do what you got to do. If it's 10 things you need to do, you better handle number one today. And then go on and lay down and feel sorry for still. Tomorrow, go do two and three. Next day, go do three, four, five. And that's how you got to move. That's how you got to work with stuff in life it's gonna be so many trials and tribulations in one day deal with that one thing that you can deal with that present thing that you can deal with i call it reset whatever is going on let me just deal with this one pressing matter that i have to deal with i make a to-do list every day so lord knows i know what i didn't do because i didn't cross it out let me deal with this one matter i mentally physically and spiritually can handle this one thing let me just do that. Tomorrow, let me go to bed early, actually, this day. Let me handle that. Let me go to bed early. Nice steaming hot bath. I'm going to lotion down. I'm going to do this and that. The next day, I'm going to get up 5 a.m. Before the crack of sun. Because at 5 a.m., I need him to renew my spirit. I need to hear from him. I need that devotional time. I need to hear that word. And then now, 6.30 6 o'clock, I'm going to go ahead and start getting dressed. Just depends. Sometimes, I, you know, however it flows. But I'm going to start getting dressed. At 6.30, I got to go get my baby. My 6-year-old. Praise God, the 18-year-old. Go, I ain't got to worry about him. But I still got to worry about him, too. And that's a whole other thing. But you know how it is as a parent. But I wake my 6-year-old up at 6.30. Now I've got to pour into him. I've got to let him know he's king and he's love and he's favor and God loves him. And this is what I have to pour into him. We got to pour into our children. They're facing things at six years old. Oh, my God. The stuff he tells me, I'm like, what? She had two girls. She had two boys fighting over her. At six? What in the world? 
So as a Christian, as a spiritual room, I have to tell him, you know, just you got to dodge this certain stuff. There might be people moving like that. You know, you got to leave that alone. Hey, Shawana, how you doing, love? Them type of people, you got to leave that alone. So I got to pour into him. Then when he's gone, I drop him off to school. Then I got to go sit in my car. And now I want to do my devotionals. Now I want to run through my stuff because I got a whole nother level. A whole nother issue that I got to do when I get into work. But when I get into work also as a Christian, I have to be that light. I have to be that light. So I have to ask him, let your light shine through me. Decrease Monique. Decrease Monique. I don't, I don't need the credit. But let them see you. I need to interact properly. I need to love on people properly. I need to handle situations properly. If I keep getting stuck at this same level, as soon as somebody make me mad, I'm just blowing up. I ain't a blow up person, though. Not at work, honey, because I need my coins. But I just shut down. I get quiet. I don't want to talk. I don't want to deal. Everybody know me. I'm a social butterfly, so something's going on. But I didn't know that my anointing is connected with so many other people's spirit. If I'm down, now this person is trying to figure out what's going on. Who did this to her? Who did that to her? When they're used to me pouring into them. I can't now. If I didn't get up and get my word from him, if I didn't stop and get my devotional, I can't pray into, I can't pour into my child. I can't pour into myself. Now I need this other level. Now I got to pour into other people. You know, because as a Christian, that's what I want to do. I want my life, my testimony, the things that they see God doing for me. And Lord knows they don't see me married. They don't see me divorced. They don't see me struggling. They don't see me trying to figure out how I'm going to do this, this, and that. And then they see me now. Oh, my God, mommy. You start your business. My business is still, it's still small. But for me, it's huge because I didn't have the faith to believe that I could do that. I always knew I was going to be a business owner. I just didn't, you know. Just us not having the confidence. Well, I have to do that. And then now I pour into other people because I don't want anybody standing back the way that I did thinking that it's not possible. Anything's possible. We all know that first. Anything's possible through Christ Jesus. So, new level, new devil. And we can conquer that by renewing our mind. We renew our mind by staying in the Word. And the Word is God. And the Word is good. The word is faithful. The word is steadfast. The love is unconditional. The support is unconditional. And so once we know all these things, we, we can move. We can start um, doing the things that he's called us to do. Praise God. Which is me. Well, let me not say I love it. I love it once I'm done with it. Um, I love that it's helping other people. Um, I love that people can see themselves in my story. Um and I just hope that, guys, people to the word, because we all can see ourselves in the disciples. We all can see ourselves in the prophet of the Bible. And um, it just shows you that nobody's perfect. But Jesus picked the most imperfect people and made them disciples. Peter, I'll leave you with this. Saul used to be my man. Saul... That was like my superhero of the Bible. Because I was like, Saul was out there hunting the Christians. And then God made him blind. And then Saul went to preaching for the church. And just, you know, how he how did he change that around? And he gave him a different name. But um, Sarah Jakes mentioned Peter. And she said, you know, we all look at Peter and we laugh. And just like, 
when Jesus told him, Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. Saul was about, yeah, Saul was about that life for real. He was about that life on the killing side. <laughs> and he was about that life when he got rejuvenated. That's why I was like, okay, Saul. Saul didn't play. Like, Saul was not putting the Christians in jail, baby. Saul was hunting the Christians as a sport. And God knocked him off that horse and said, why are you hunting my people? And baby, he had to blind Saul. And some, and some of us, that's when we go through our trials and tribulations. That's, that's the few days that Saul was blinded. That we go through our trials and tribulations. We know a testimony is a test. We know trouble is going to come. But trust me when I tell you trouble is temporary. It's temporary. But the devil, devil runs rapid in that temporary trouble. And that's why we have to stay grounded. And that's why we have to stay around people that can pour life into us. Around people that can give us energy when we don't have energy for ourselves. One thing I was just telling um, one of my friends, I was like, you know, you shut down and people are seeking you. Like really taking the time to seek you. Those are the people that you keep. They're pouring into you. They feel something. They want to help. But you push good people away sometimes. And I've done it. You push good people away with your depression and your shutdown and your clam. If you're doing clam and they're instead of, how can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? For them, that might be new to them to reach out to help you they're putting themselves out there for you but you're clamming and you're giving them nothing it's the same as what we do with god if we clamming and just like oh god it's calamity but we're not speaking to him how can anybody get in but in that clam in that that's when he running rapid that's when oh ain't nobody don't nobody care about you i told you don't nobody care about you you ain't worth it you ain't this you ain't that Whatever he's telling you, whatever that enemy is saying, know that it's opposite. He had to tempt Jesus. He had to tempt Eve. Everybody going to get that temptation, but stay around good people. If you don't have good people, stay in your word. Read a podcast. Watch a YouTube. Um, you know, follow things on your social media that's leading to the light. Light. Leading to positivity. Speaking wholeness into something. Save those if you have to. You have, I have a collection of quotes that I get or verses that I need and I heard from somewhere that's going to lift me on those days that I need it. And just so happen, some of the time I'm talking to somebody and I can text that to that person. Those little texts, those little quotes, those little seconds that you take to brighten somebody else's day or to speak word into that means everything. It means everything. And the best way to get out your depression is stop thinking about your issues and go make somebody else day. Go make somebody else day. See how that fill you up. You're doing two things. You're showing the devil. I can move out of this. And on top of that, you're bringing light to somebody else day. In return, you're going to get light. If you give out light, you're going to get positivity. That's a whole other thing. But yes... That would be my, um, I guess, final takeaway.
give light don't let the devil isolate you don't listen to the bad stuff go to the word or get around people that you know are the word it could be somebody you don't even know but you know that person is talking about god and walking with god and doing this and that go get unto that person go share what you're going through i guarantee you they want to guide people and i guarantee you they want to help you but the worst you can do is stay in solitude so that's it guys i love you so much sis I That is it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. Keep God first and the rest will follow. Please remember to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast so that you are updated each time a new episode drops. Thank you. I love you. See you next Tuesday. Peace.